Hey, are you ready to grow your business? You have checked out the number one resource for business leaders, entrepreneurs, startup founders, and managers. And we're going to teach you how to grow and scale your business with real actionable steps. There's no fluff in this podcast. It's just good advice. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. Thanks for listening to the show. And today we're going to be talking about some more sales fails, things that you should not be doing for your own business because, hey, sales is hard. It's complicated. It's something that we all have to learn how to do. Not everyone is born a great salesperson. And every now and then I come across someone who um, it's less about someone who's not great at sales. But really, it's people who are doing a bad job in communicating what sales is like. So what I mean by this is often the kind of content that we do on this show is we do all sorts of different bits of advice that ideally is going to help someone as an entrepreneur, as a startup founder, as a business owner, eventually grow their business. And many of us who have started our business, we found out that, hey, uh, I have to learn how to sell. I have to learn how to take this thing that I'm really passionate about, that I feel really excited about, this thing that I think is you know, bottled lightning. It's amazing. I love it. I'm so so excited about it. And I have to hope that other people feel the same way about that. Now, a lot of times when it comes to sales or just really uh, driving revenue for your business, there is a messaging piece to it. There is a marketing piece to it where more often than not, the way we think our business is or the product or service that we have, the way we think we describe it is often not always the same phrasing or thinking that our customers might have about it. It doesn't always mesh well with what our customers are uh, envisioning when they think about the solution to their problem. And so a lot of this conversation is, is getting in the reps of talking with people and figuring out the language that your customers use when they think about solving their problems. So there's a piece to that. The other piece to it as well is all of us, we have to become great salespeople. And we're not always naturally built for sales. A lot of times we have certain biases against sales. So like, for example, we think about like the, one of the most age old examples of sales, which is the slimy car salesperson who is basically always trying to upcharge you. Um, I think about like that Seinfeld episode where, uh, Jerry Seinfeld is buying a car and the uh, guy, the salesperson is kind of going through the charges and he's adding on all these extra things. And one of the charges is finder's fee. And uh, Jerry's like, finder's fee? I, I found it on the lot. It was right there. And he's like, yeah, that's right. You know, almost like, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, that's the finder's fee. So that's kind of the epitome of what we envision when we think about what we don't want to be as a salesperson. So wherever you are in your business, you may be someone who you are a phenomenal salesperson. You're an incredible salesperson. 
You may also be someone who sales is something that you kind of begrudgingly do because you just want to do the good work that your business entails. You just want to deliver the good service that you really believe in, the thing that has motivated you to get out there and uh, build your brand and build your business. So whatever the reason is, though, there are some things that we can all do to be better salespeople. And at the same time, there are things that we should be actively avoiding to prevent us from doing some real harm to our brands. Now, we're talking about, first of all, how do we build a long-term sustainable business? This is not advice for somebody who is really trying to make a quick buck. Um, There's actually plenty of strategies and techniques that certain slimy people will recommend to you just to make that sale for the next day. I'm talking about if you're trying to build something meaningful, something sustainable, and something that has some real legs to it, meaning it can actually sustain your lifestyle into the future, well, you're going to have to get really good at sales. And you're going to have to learn how to be an effective salesperson. Now, the good news is that being an effective salesperson does not mean being that slimy, uh, mischievous, malicious, uh, manipulative salesperson that we often think of. Being a really great salesperson is is really defined by one simple word, and that's intentionality. It's being intentional with the people that you want to be prospective buyers of yours, potential buyers of yours, and being intentional in really individualizing your buyer. Now, this is a bit of a different conversation for, <coughs> excuse me, for companies that are selling products to the mass public. Uh, it's a bit different when it comes to um, you're selling a commodity. But even we've seen many of these companies, it's kind of like when you buy something on Amazon that is a um, uh, highly purchased product. There's thousands of reviews. We've even seen on some of these products that personal touch, that communication of individuality where you get the follow-up email or the follow-up message that says, hey, I'm so-and-so. I'm the owner of blank or I'm a customer service rep. What did you think about the product? How is it? Now, part of the reason they're doing that is they're trying to maintain status on Amazon, but also they're, they're creating that personal touch that many of us has, has found to be really incredible when it comes to building raving fans for your business. It's understanding that it's infinitely more profitable to your business to not chase the one-time sale, but to create people who really love your brands and not only will buy from you again and again, but will tell people about you. They'll say, hey, I have just the product you need. I have just the person you need to solve that product or excuse me, to solve that problem. So let's talk today about some more sales fails and some things that you really shouldn't do when it comes to sales. Now, in one of my previous videos on this topic, we uh, talked about a business that reached out to me. Now, the name of my business is Good Advice. You can see it right behind me. And this person emailed me and said, Blake, I want to tell you about what we can do for Good Gear Hockey. Uh, we're not a hockey gear company, but this person, for whatever reason, thought that we were. And I didn't respond to the email. I got a couple of follow-up emails that was like, hey, we'd love to help Good Gear Hockey. Uh, I mean, they just kept digging the hole deeper by saying the name over and over and over again. And that was one real miss in terms of a serious sales fail. Well, we have another one today. In fact, we have no shortage of these examples, uh, only because bad sales strategy is, I, I can only assume there must be like a conference that happens somewhere that people pay money to and they get totally suckered into thinking like, hey, actually go do this. 
And when we think about this, this actually makes sense. When we talk about like not just slimy sales, when we talk about like slimy marketing, what is more enticing for the new salesperson? Hey, if you want to grow your sales pipeline, you have to get out there, you have to meet people, you have to nurture relationships, you have to individualize your potential customers. Uh, I think about the uh, old Michael Scott uh, office episode where uh, Dwight finds his little notebook that has the descriptions of every customer he has, and it has all the key information like this this. Uh, customer has a son, uh, this customer loves hockey, yada, yada, yada. And that kind of, and it's actually one of the, the twists of what makes the office, I guess this should, this should just be like an office um, recap type of, of show. Cause actually I love the office. Um, it's one of the reasons that the office that why Michael Scott is such an interesting character is because even though he's a total buffoon, he's actually a really great salesperson. And this is a really great example of great salesmanship. And that's creating intentionality and individuality of your customer. So all this to say, what's more enticing to the new salesperson doing that, uh, knowing your customer's on a personal level, developing relationships, reaching out to a customer with nothing to sell them. Uh, I was talking to people, so, uh, certain people who they were asking about, how do I, how do I get more customers for my business or how do I keep the customers I have? And I said, you should be reaching out to them without a, Hey, I'm reaching out to sell you something. There should be a reason to nurture the relationship beyond just here's the next thing for you to buy. Otherwise, it communicates to the buyer that your relationship is purely transactional. And when it's purely transactional, you'll go to the cheapest price. You'll go to whoever's going to give you the best transaction, right? So doing deep work when it comes to individualizing and personalizing customers in your business, would you rather do that or would you rather make a lot of money and close 10 huge deals by the end of the week? Would you rather do the thing that might take you months or the thing that you can, uh, is guaranteed in the next seven days? Well, every naive business owner is going to say the latter. They're going to say, that's really exciting. That's really enticing. So when I joke about there being some massive conference that is misleading salespeople, this is often what we see online is people who say, um, you know, don't, uh, don't send a follow-up email to a potential buyer. Uh, you don't have to. Don't have a website. Um, uh, don't do small talk with customers. Just cut to the chase. A lot of these concepts where in some ways it almost makes a little bit of intuitive sense, but in other ways, I think we're a bit dishonest with ourselves in that we're just looking for shortcuts and how to make the next deal as quick as possible. So these things get proliferated. And so it's no surprise then that there is so much business being done, or excuse me, so much sales being done in such a bad way. So let's talk about what I received. And it's the premise of this video. It's also something I shared on LinkedIn that uh, I got a real kick out of. Let me find it here. Okay, here we go. Sorry, I... I went to my work email, wasn't in the work email, it's in my personal email. So that's a bit interesting, but hopefully this, the, the waiting will pay off on this. So I get this email and someone says, Hey Blake, I was doing some research on you and your company and I wanted to reach out. Okay. I have to admit your background's really impressive. I was wondering, are you planning to launch a podcast in the near future? My company blank 
podcasting helps industry leaders convert their expertise into a profitable podcast. Blake, are you in the office next week? I was thinking about dropping you a quick call on Tuesday or Thursday morning to share some ideas I had. Would that work? Uh, Lydia blank podcast launch consultant. So I get this email and someone says, you're basically amazing. Have you thought about launching a podcast? Now, again, for the naive business owner who maybe hasn't received something like this before, you may say, wow, this is, you know, this person really, and they're, they're appealing to my ego, which is a common sales technique. So they're appealing to my ego. They're trying to come across as earnest and impressed by us so that maybe we'd be willing to give them the time of day. But this person said something that absolutely crushed her chances to really ever get a response from me. But more importantly, I'll never do business with this person. So let's talk about why. The first thing is that there is a total lack of individuality in this email. Now she's tried to imply there is by saying, I've been researching you, Blake. I've been learning about you, but we can know that there is no individuality in this. There's no intentionality in this because if you spend two seconds, you'll know I already have a podcast. In fact, if you're listening to this video, you are listening to the good advice podcast. But let's say maybe, for example, maybe, maybe the podcast is totally unheard of. No one, maybe no one knows about it. Maybe you're watching this video because you randomly stumbled across it. So then maybe this person made a genuine mistake and somehow learned a lot about me, but didn't know much about the fact that I have a podcast. Well, let's check out a couple of things in terms of where she might find me. So let's go to our Facebook. So I go to facebook.com. I go to my profile. And literally, hang on, looking at my background, my cover photo in big words is the album art of the podcast. It says the good advice podcast, but maybe she doesn't use Facebook. Maybe she's not on Facebook. Maybe she went to my LinkedIn. Let's take a look at my LinkedIn. Let's check it out. Let's find out some more information. Let's see. Blake Benz, there's a one-liner about me. It's about eight words. And then it says, the Good Advice Podcast in the title. So you have to look far to find out information about me. Let's say maybe she Googled me. Maybe she Googled my name and wanted to know more about me. So I Google Blake Benz. And the top result is... Blake Benz, my LinkedIn. The second highest result is our website podcast, the podcast page of our website, goodadvicecoaching.com slash podcasts. The third one is my Instagram. The fourth one is our podcast host site, Podbean, blakebenzofficial.podbean.com, the good advice podcast. Fifth one is Facebook. The sixth one is podcast.apple.com. The eighth one is Radio Public, the Good Advice Podcast. The ninth one is Stitcher, the Good Advice Podcast. That's everything on the first page. You go to the second page, Spotify, the Good Advice Podcast. ListenNotes.com, good advice. 
I mean, literally the entire second page is the Good Advice podcast. So I don't know what research this person did, but clearly she didn't do very much because literally in about eight seconds, you could find out that I already have a podcast. So let's talk about why this person said that she did her research. Well, this is very clearly someone who's copying and pasting a message across an email list, and it's someone who's desperately trying to make the next sale. Now, can this work? I'd say yes, depending on how many messages you're sending. If you're sending a thousand messages a day, you're going to get a handful of people who will respond and say, oh my gosh, wow, I had, I had no, you appealed to my ego. I had no idea that you were researching me. Yes, I've never, I've never thought about a podcast. And it leads to a sale, ideally for this individual. And she pats herself on the back, on the back and moves on to the next person. What she should have done, though, and it's the same thing I told the uh, salesperson who I eventually talked to, who kept emailing me about Good Gear Hockey, is I said, hey, if you spent just five minutes reading about your prospective customer, you'd know the name of my business is Good Advice. And for this individual, you'd know I already had a podcast. So I talked about this on social media. I linked this. I took the uh, a snip of the email. I put it on my Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, what have you. And I had this really great question. Someone responded and said, okay, I, I love this. This is really funny. But what, what should someone say to get your attention? You know, in a sea of DMs that we're all getting on a day-to-day basis of cold pitch selling, what should someone say to really get your attention? Well, it's the same thing that I've been talking about in this entire video, in this entire episode, It's communicating individuality and intentionality. So here's what someone did. Someone opened up my podcast. Let's say we went to the Spotify link. And they see that an episode published last week was with Stacey Brown Randall on generating business referrals without asking. And the whole episode was about uh, Stacey was sharing her expertise in getting other people to recommend you without you asking them to. Which, by the way, was a great episode. You need to check it out. So this person emails me and says, Hey, Blake, I was checking out your podcast. I loved the episode from Stacy on getting business referrals without asking. And the conversation went from there. So in a sea of DMs, this one stood out to me. It stood out to me because it communicated to me, this person is individualizing me out of all the other people that they could be messaging. And in, in that, that is ultimately what allows me or what causes me to think, okay, this person is putting in a little bit of effort. I want to be reciprocal in that. I want to return that. Yeah. Okay. Hey, who are you? Tell me about yourself. What do you do for a living? Oh, you help podcasters uh, get featured in Forbes or I, I don't know, I'm making this up. See, now I'm interested and I'm willing to allow them to have a conversation with me. Because this person communicated individuality and intentionality. So the next time you think about how do I do sales well, it's less about wordsmithing. It's less about manipulation. It's less about some copy-paste message that someone sold to you and said, if you just send this email, the people will return in droves. And it's all the more about simply being human and letting someone know, hey, I'm interested and I noticed these details about you and I'd like to talk more about you. 
Sales is funny because we make it really complicated, but at the end of the day, it's really not that hard. So when you're selling, when you're trying to make more money for your business, try being a little bit more intentional with your potential customers and it'll go a long way. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to remind you that we are on YouTube. You can check it out. You can also check out our Patreon if you want to support the podcast. If you want to get your business advertised at the beginning of an episode, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash good advice. I so appreciate you listening. Thanks for listening to the episode and checking us out. And we'll have more good advice for you next week. We'll catch you later. See ya.